COVID pod conversations about the coronavirus epidemic and the times around it. Lynn Johansson is a recent graduate of the Royal Central School of Speech and Drama in London, England, and is now working as a freelance actor and theatre maker. I catch up with her about the situation in London and how she's coping with it as a freelancer. She starts off with an update on the lockdown. Yeah, um, so we are now on week three of the initial three weeks of lockdown that were announced. And the parameters are that we are allowed outdoors once every day for exercise, um, where we have to keep moving so we can't go sit in a park, for example. We have to walk or run or whatever it is you do for your exercise. And we're allowed to the shops to buy essential stuff, so Mm -hmm. food and medication. So pharmacies and grocery shops are open but everything else is closed completely. Right. Um, all the restaurants and cafes, you can get takeaway mm-hmm. from some of them, but you can't really go inside and you certainly can't sit and eat there. Yeah, so when you order food, you have to call in the order. Yeah, and then they deliver it on your doorstep a bit away from the door. It's all really rather bizarre. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I also ask Lynn how it's been to be a freelancer in these times, especially as an actor and now consequently out of a job. Being a freelancer in a, in a capital city is, is a very stressful lifestyle, really. I mean, it's, I'm sure it's stressful anywhere, really. And it's, the thing about London is that there are endless opportunities, which is, of course, great, but also stressful because there's always more you could do there's always more people you could contact there's more events you could go to and it's really difficult to ever give yourself a break so normally we kind of work more or less 24 7 you know evenings and weekends included and and it's it's a very high tempo lifestyle that that's quite taxing actually because on top of trying to establish a career as an actor and theatre maker, I've also juggled three other day jobs to just make ends meet because rent is very expensive here as well. Um, so it's it's really, it's been very tough as much as I love this job. It's this time on, on a break from it has really made me reflect about the the pace of things and how much we work even if you're not a freelancer just working full time is a lot of time yeah and, you know you have two kids I can't even imagine how you fit sometimes you know we want to have kids and sometimes I try and imagine what would it be like if I also had that now and I'm like when when, <laughs> when yeah. I look after we, them? we have that question all the time when yeah yeah I don't know you just yeah. make things work, don't you? Yeah, make things work like on the go. And then when you look back, you realize you've actually done something. It's quite good. Yeah, yeah. But it's con- you're sort of constantly surviving. We're, we're forced to work a lot of the time to make ends meet. And there's very little time in life for the things that are the true meaningful things, our relationships, spending time with your children if you have them and not being stressed but just being present with them and being present with yourself looking after your health I mean I've never 
well, I've also drunk a lot more alcohol than I normally do <laughs> to keep myself entertained. But other than that, <laughs> I've made an extremely healthy lifestyle under this lockdown because I've been exercising every single day mm. and I've had time to cook proper food and enjoyed cooking and sort of remembered that, oh yeah, I enjoy cooking. It's not just a problem I have to solve. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> tidied up our space and had little DIY projects and had time to be creative and also had time to be a bit bored, which is so important. Um, It's something we have too little time for these days. Yeah. Even as kids in our current lifestyle. A hundred percent. And you need that time to sort of reset your brain so that you can start receiving impressions and ideas and, uh, you know. um... Lynn thinks that this being forced to slow down leads paradoxically enough to some of us feeling healthier than we normally do in the midst of this global health crisis. Perhaps there's something we can learn here for times after the pandemic. As we continued our conversation, I was also interested in finding out whether there were any safety nets for freelancers such as Lynn to make up for lost wages at this time. Well, the first thing they announced was support to businesses. Mm -hmm. And then quite soon after they announced up to 80% of wages for employed people. But since we are self-employed, we are not covered by that. And they've only just a few days ago offered a similar package. So you'd get 80%, up to 80% of your average income as a self-employed person. But that won't be available to even apply for until June. Mm -hmm. And you have to have been self-employed for at least a year, if not three years, which means that me and anyone else who graduated more recently won't be eligible. So the only thing we are now able to apply for is universal credit. Uh, And universal credit is basically the sort of the last port of call in terms of benefits because as a freelancer, you're not covered by any statutory sick pay and you're also not eligible for job seekers allowance. Mm-hmm. Pretty much all of my friends who are either freelancers or self-employed like myself, anyone who works in hospitality and restaurants in museums or as supply teachers or teacher assistants, everyone who's an actor, dancer, singer, musician, they're all in the same position. They're all you know, standing without money. Unfortunately, the fact that so many need to apply for universal credit at this time means that the system is currently overloaded, leading to delays of weeks in processing time and much uncertainty for people waiting. And so that's the good and the bad in the life of a freelancer in London. But before I let you go, I'd like to end on a positive note again. We did some ballet this morning, actually. That's why I've got my hair like this <laughs> uh, out of my face. Because uh, the Dutch National Ballet yeah. does um, online classes. Is it something you've just started with? Yeah, it's, it's very much as a result of the virus. They decided to film their regular classes and share it on YouTube so that anyone can join in, which is really nice. And with that, we'll wrap up this interview and let you go off to practice some ballet on your own. And uh, as always, thanks for listening.